everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Motivation Suite, your dedicated source for all things motivation, inspiration, and mentorship. And I am your host, April, and I'm so glad that you are here today on another episode. And I'm also glad to share that I am bringing back Miss Bridget as our special guest to speak about another important topic area in the alignment of the series, A Simple Chat Amongst Friends. So with that, if you could please, everyone, give me, or I should say, <laughs> you can give me one too. <laughs> But if you could please, along with me, welcome Miss Bridget with a big virtual welcome. Yay, Bridget! So how are you doing? I am great. I mean, you know, we had a little bit of a rocky start with me having to reset and reset, but you know, hey, we're here today. That's right. I mean, and isn't that the lesson of life, right? Just moving forward. I tell you, <laughs> you know, things when you think that things are going to work out a certain way and then certain body parts, I will say, don't work along with you. <laughs> and it just doesn't, you know, come out in the end. I guess maybe that's a paying a homage to that uh, body that we all talked about last week with the a thousand year thing. <laughs> So yeah, but um, we are back um, for a new, I think a very in-depth conversation about assumptions and perceptions. And I just feel like this is such a interesting topic to discuss. It's definitely one that may be fun to explore and kind of maybe give you an enhanced way of looking at how, you know, we think about things and decide about things throughout our day-to-day -day life. And if nothing else, maybe enhancing or enforcing what you already know to be true. So nevertheless, I hope that you do enjoy today's episode. And yeah, I'm just so glad to be doing that. So as I shared, we are talking about assumptions and perceptions and in more particular what our take is in regards to those two areas. Now for me, I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with both as both of these concepts have areas that are perceived with benefits and definite deficits. At the end of the day, you can kind of give and take on both areas. I probably have more of a not-so-like <laughs> Um, relationship, but you know, I'll, I'll keep it with love, hate, you know, we'll, we'll keep it 50, 50 for the moment. And then we'll see how we end off in the end. <laughs> so yes, yes. And we're good at turning those tables on. We flip them up and down and you know, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, because we have to examine everything. We just have to examine everything and make sure that, you know, we have come to a conclusion that is fitting for us or at least for us to move on to the next day. <laughs> Yes. Know, with the way that we're thinking and, and or, you know, analyzing some of the information that we're saying to each other. 
Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think that's a really great way of summing that up, you know, taking the time to have a conversation and pull out any type of a topic area and just really discuss it. And maybe sometimes you may debate on it, but, you know, coming to realize others' opinions, whether you are in the same lane and thought or whether you're thinking something a little bit different. And, you know, sometimes you might be able to bring the other person along and sometimes you don't you just respectfully uh, <laughs> go your separate ways on that, but with an understanding of where the individual comes from and you know we move on as friends <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right at the end of the day that's the most important thing is the friendship respect respecting the person's you know opinion yes and then moving forward if it doesn't agree Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it should be the mantra and motto of life, really, and how we deal with, you know, our relations with others. Right. Well, you know, like I always say, you know, I'm a work in progress. I think we all are work in progress. So, you know, stay in that moment. We're always under construction, right? Yes. <laughs> so, you know, I think what would be a nice thing to do about this assumptions and perceptions is to really break them down. And, you know, of course, I like to start off with those things that are maybe not the greatest about them. And then I like to pick it back up with something positive. At least we hope that's, you know, that's the intent anyways, right? <laughs> so basically for assumptions and, and what I think about some of the negatives or points of contention that I feel regarding assumptions is they are aligned with stereotypes. And yes, are. right, you know, and stereotypes that a lot of times are not even not correct, <laughs> you know, and one thing that comes to mind is the fact of the root word of assumptions is assume. And if you remember, Bridget, what they used to say, all right, well, you know, if you break up the word assume, <laughs> you look, I don't want to be making a butt, but you know, we're talking the other word out of you and me, right? <laughs> And it's so, but you know, that's such an easy phrasing to remember. It's still relevant. I mean, probably more now than I probably think in my entire lifetime, but you know, it's still very relevant. So it's so easy to remember. And what I like about that phrasing is it gives you an opportunity to pause. Yeah. So it just gives you an opportunity to say, you know what? Let me just step back for a second. Let me think first before I say another word. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And so when we talk about, you know, assumptions and how they can derive from stereotypes and the plain word of assuming, it can also stem from thoughts that really occur without true merit. There's no real rhyme or reason why you may feel this way. Or it could be from experiences that just were not experiences that um, foster the truth of the matter, if you will. You know, and so we're talking about merit. I mean, that's a big deal. Some people like to kind of skew the truth and, and, and twist it around to their own device. But the bottom line is the truth is the truth. And there can only be one of them. I know we say that one saying, you know, there's three sides of the truth, his, hers, as far as the story and then the real thing, you know, or no, what is it? Three sides to a story. Yes. Yes. Or actually the saying that I was reflecting on is there's three sides to every story, his, her, and the truth or insert whoever the person is. And there's always the truth because the truth is the truth, whether you like it or not. Now, you, you know, if you take a, a situation and you feel a certain way about it, that's just your feelings about it. That doesn't make it accurate. So <laughs> not in all cases. So yeah, so that's another area that it's really 
breeds that negativity when it comes to assumptions. And then also just further sharing in the fact that along with thoughts that come about without true merit are thoughts that are rooted in bias or in hearsay. So all these things really do come together to bring about the perfect storm of assuming something and putting assumption and being so completely wrong about that situation. You know, what's what's your thoughts about that, Bridget? Well, actually, to be honest with you, I agree with the same thing, you know, because of the fact that it's just, like you said, an assumption Mm -hmm. of what they believe. And it can can definitely stem from what what they deem as a fact versus Mm -hmm. what is actually what you said is the truth. Mm -hmm. But it could be what someone was taught all their life about certain people or certain types of people or certain behaviors. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they see that, recognize that to be what they think is the same type of uh, image, yes. they make that assumption. Yes. And it can cause a lot of problems. Yes. Because of the fact that it's not truth-based or right. anything that is substantial. Exactly. So exactly. For the most part, yes. We, and we all guilty of it. I'm so guilty of making <laughs> assumptions of certain things. You know, and mm-hmm. they say that, they go back to that saying, assumptions is basically making a butt out of you and umptions. Right. You know? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, so for the most part, it's like I say, I'm a totally agreeing with what you're saying. Yeah. It, it is a perception of what you deem that necessarily is true. Exactly. And so that lies the hate part of that love-hate relationship that I have with assumptions. Now, of course, you know, with assumptions, it's got a negative side, but there could be possibly a positive side. So when I think about what could be positive about assumptions, uh, you know, maybe a little bit loosely, but, you know, we'll give it a try anyway. So (laughs) some of the areas I may think about or that with assumptions, it might put you in a position to be able to add some logic that can better assess the potential harm of a situation. So for instance, where there is gaslighting involved or the effects of past experiences that seem to be replicating themselves in the current time and the present form. So in other words, when you're seeing something act in a certain way that you have experienced previously, then you have some merit to that because you've had some experience to that and the result may be ended in a certain way, and you're seeing yourself on a path that, oh my goodness, I think we're possibly going the same route with this. So that is an opportunity where maybe there could be some positivity aligned with an assumption. Because if you can add some of that logic or add some of that experience or merit, things that I shared about in the flip side of things, that can put you in a position better able to spot out those red flags, such as gaslighting and all those types of things. And of course, for those, honestly, gaslighting has been such a hugely um, (laughs) spotlighted word that I had just had a a nice little uh, conversation with a friend of mine as we talked about that. And it's so interesting how that word, although it's been always happening since the beginning of time, we now have something going to it. So now we use it and we can identify and we can see it happening in most cases, which is a good thing because, you know, of course, gaslighting in a nutshell, shell. There may be some other broken down more definitions, but that's a a situation in which an individual is trying to make you feel that a particular experience or situation that happened did not happen, right? So, you know, making you doubt yourself, making you feel like, well, maybe I'm the one that's going, you know, cuckoo, but actually, no, you're not. It's just the person is, you know, doesn't want to own up to those situations, doesn't want the accountability. So they're going to turn around and make it like you're the person with the problem. (laughs) 
much. In other words, what we've been using for years is reverse psychology. Yes, that's a good one. So, that's a good so, one. Yeah. But now, you know, it's just like, it's just like that may be possibly the slang, the slang term for it mm-hmm. is gaslighting. But people do it all the time. Yes. Yeah. Just the beginning of time, you know, and I think that I often say with 2020, you know, it really did blow the lid off on a lot of things and a lot of interpersonal connections as well. I mean, you've had nothing but time, right, to assess everything. when you start being able to assess everything and taking them that time for that critical thinking, so to speak, because all the noise is, is pretty much limited, right? Cause you're not really doing much, but sitting in one place with maybe the same people. And, you know, you start to see things a little bit clearer when it's not um, clouded with all of the things that you may have to do and the tasks that you do and the job and other friends and other family members and just life in general. So yeah, uh, it's definitely one of those things. Sometimes that will, that could be a good or a bad thing, depending upon who you're surrounding yourself with. Yep. Because that we go back to those like-minded people, and that all that's doing is just stirring the pot. Absolutely. Some of them. Absolutely. That's so, so true. Being able to use an assumption and use it in the good way, because like we don't we often maybe say, you know, if, if that person would just use their powers and their talents for good, imagine what they could accomplish. Right. So sometimes, yeah, you know, so sometimes you can take a negative and make it into a positive. So I think that if you can take a situation or scenario and you may not know everything that's going on with it, but just take that moment of breath, you know, um, and where you're allowing yourself to add that logic, allow that merit, allow that experience, allow true knowledge to enter into the situation that you're seeing or hearing, you know, then maybe your assumptions could be more based in a fact situation versus, you know, a fantasy. So, <laughs> so yeah, so that's... I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I can, yeah. I can, like what you were talking about before, as far as assumptions being almost like a buffer. Yes. For certain situations. Yes. You know, I can definitely see it where it could actually be in your, you know, to your, to your favor. Yes. To use that, in that aspect. Yes. And, and like we say, even if you make assumptions about people, even based on stereotypes, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that you're that you're that you're wrong. That's true. Something that you actually make that's based on stereotypes could actually, you know, be that particular scenario and work. And mm-hmm. I should say work in that in that scenario, right? Because of the fact that you had certain knowledge of certain types of situations or groups or behavior or whatever that you've seen before, and if you identify that with that particular person or and or group, then that may actually be your assumption, but it fits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that's you know, true. It can be good or it can be bad. That's true. That you is know, true. It's not always bad. I think that sometimes people say, oh, you're making an assumption about someone and you don't even know that person. Right. But you may not know the person as the as the behavior. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'm one to say that you don't have to experience every single thing in life to kind of have an idea of how things may turn out. You know, there's some people that just really, um, which I think is an unfortunate trait. I think it's good in some areas where you're open-minded to things, but you have to not be so naive as well, right? Because that can get you into a place. And and I'm sorry. And and here's one thing that goes back to an earlier conversation we had. (laughs) And I'll see if you can kind of figure out where I'm going with this but when we start giving the benefit of the doubt (laughs) Uh, uh, right you know see when you start giving people credence to something 
that they have not earned, you know, you can find yourself in a little bit of a trap there. Now, <laughs> well, that, you know, that's that. That's true. I mean, you know, and, and I love that you say that the glass half full, you know, the glass half full could also be, you know, look. I ain't going to sit there and listen to not a thing you have to say because I don't believe nothing you got to say. You got to prove that to me. <laughs> you know, and think about it, but a lot of times you see like, talk. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's just that sometimes when they're talking, you're midway like, mm-mm, this ain't even changing nothing. Right. That's you know, true. You're still the same person I thought you were, you know, 30 minutes ago. Mm. It's the same scenario. Mm-hmm. It just may have a pretty bow on top. Yes. Trying to serve it, you know, to me with, but it's still the same old crap. Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, who has the energy or the wasting on things that are just not serving you so you know use those assumptions for good people <laughs> use those assumptions for good you know and um i think that you'll actually probably save yourself a lot of heartache in the end <laughs> so of course you know when we talk about assumptions you know those things can build up into the real full element of perception, right? That kind of overall thinking of a particular situation, maybe even greater than just an assumption, which could be maybe a shorter stint of situation. I look at perception as sometimes an overall really big engrossing concept. And of course, it's more of an understanding. Yes. And that you kind of like a philosophy that you just continue to live with, you know, Um, and maybe not so easy to adjust if you're not open and willing and coming with an open heart and open mind in order to do so. Um, So, yeah, perception, boy, that that could be quite a challenging situation. You know, I remember some years ago where I had someone who was talking to me about something and it was at the job and, you know, they were talking about a scenario. I couldn't even remember what it was, but what I do took from that is the statement of, you know, you know, sometimes people's perceptions is their reality. And I just pushed back so hard about that because I just find that so nonsensical in a greater scheme of things, you know, understanding that there are maybe situations that you may can get wrong, right? Like we all do assume things. I mean, nobody is immune to that. But the fact that you will willfully continue to move forward in this way of thinking just because it's just easier for you to just assume <laughs> that this is what it is versus really get the facts. I just, I push up against that. I that, I'm just never comfortable with that. So it always kind of stays at the forefront of my mind when I'm looking at, you know, strategizing or critically thinking about a situation because, you know, I find myself to be a pretty analytical person um, in a sense that I assess things quite often. And, you know, and I'm assessing myself, I'm assessing my surroundings. That's just part of my makeup. That may not be the makeup of everyone. Not everyone is as, as analytical or critical, you know, as um, others could be. And it's a gift and a curse, right? Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's if used too much, you know, it can be a hindrance, you know, to, to doing things that you need to do. So, you know, there's always, you know, kind of the pros and cons of that scenario. But for me, when I think about perceptions, anything to me about reality is it needs to be real. Like I just, I can't (laughs) work in a space where you're making fantasy reality. It just doesn't work for me. It goes against everything about my being. (laughs) What's your thoughts on that? (laughs) The good thing about it is, is that when people say their perception possibly is their reality, Mm -hmm. I think that what they're saying or what I'm hearing sometimes and what I'm kind of seeing sometimes also, mm-hmm. if they're dealing with a situation, let's say like, you know, we have this whole scenario, you know, right, right now with, with, um, uh, the hatred they have for police officers. Mm-hmm. If every encounter you have with a police officer has been negative, mm-hmm. 
then your perception is not going to be great. Yeah. That police officer. Right. And it's not that their perception is a fantasy. It's mm-hmm. just that their reality mm-hmm. is every single time they come across a police officer, there is a problem. Mm-hmm. It is never a good encounter. So they're all of their realistic situations mm-hmm. has been negative. So right. They're not going to perceive any officers any different because everyone they've come in contact with has been the same way. Right. Now, the funny part about that is that it throws them for a loop mm-hmm. when they do encounter someone who is different. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, but then it's like, okay, what's your angle? Right. What's going on with you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. okay, you, you're, you're different in some aspect. And they may or may not give them the benefit of the doubt, which, you know, I understand that everybody likes that word, those words, but for the most part, their perception of police officers has always been in a negative light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's they're it. They're not going to perceive anything different than what it is going forward. Right. And it's, un- it's, it's unfortunate because that's not, it just it doesn't just stop with police officers. Oh, yeah. It could be doctors. It could be lawyers. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be school teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be, you know, um, white people, black people, Asian people, anything, any perception that you I mean, any situation you had that has been negative mm-hmm. towards you mm-hmm. and that particular grouping of people mm-hmm. has always been the same way. Right. Then it's not you making an assumption no more. This is your perception of these types of people because right. that's all you see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can understand that. Think about that. Yeah, and I can understand that. And this is where I think that what comes to the forefront is evolving and learning yes. and being opened yes. and changed minds. And, you know, sometimes people may think but of those are very... Yeah, right. Yeah, and so what I'm saying is that sometimes people can think of those things as very flowery sentiment. Well, that is one way you can look at it so we can continue on this path. Or we can look to try to be more evolved in a greater understanding of those situations. Now, that being said, doesn't mean just because you're evolving and learning and growing and all that, that doesn't mean that those situations aren't true. Because even though that may be a perception, not all perceptions, just like all assumptions, are untrue. So when I look at the element of like this particular scenario that I had um, used as an example, which unfortunately it was more, it was like, it was a work-related situation. So it wasn't based in anything um, of great consequence, if you will, other than to your customer service element. And and, and that's a different element. We'll split it out from more of a social um, situation, right? Um, and more of a society actually is really what I want to say on that. Uh, scenario. So for this situation, you know, it, these were small, tiny things that need to be nipped in the bud right away because these are not things that, you know, you should not sit in those silos, if you will, or those your own separate corners and not be able to, you know, branch out and learn and involve. And the only way you're going to do that is be around. The only way you're going to do that is be participative in things that are not just like you, where they just look like you, talk like you and act like you. That's, you know, one of those grounding moments of the foundation of evolving is to put yourself in scenarios with other people and other situations and coming with an open heart and open mind. Now, for some of those um, examples that you have shared, Bridget, which are very good examples of what someone's concept, which to me, I would consider, you know, understandable perception, because a lot of those perceptions can be true, you know. 
And so it doesn't become necessarily the responsibility of the person who is being offended to have to change the mind of the offender. It's the responsibility of the offender to do what they need to do in their actions to be changed or get left behind. You know, so, so yes, um, absolutely. You know, there are definitely areas in which it is understand perception and those perceptions can only be changed through evolving and change of heart, change of mind, and really change of behavior, right? Change of what, you know, there are things that cannot be um, dealt with in a sense that can be rectified always, but that's not always true too. So let me back that up a little bit because there are some things that can come from the past that can be rectified in the future. It won't be the same, right? Um, method, right? Because maybe individual who should have had the um, karma attached to them for an action that was done, it can't be resolved with them, but it can be resolved with people that come from that point on to where we don't repeat those situations. So of course, you know, with all those um, different um, areas in which perception is really an understandable um, reality, there's so much work that would have to be done to change those things. But again, those are reasonable. That's a reasonable and, perception, and, you know? And also too, like you said, everything can be changed if you change your environment and change your maybe the, the situations in which you try to get to know certain types of people mm -hmm. in a different platform. And offenders change their behavior and do not support behavior of others. And you know what? Complicity is the same as actually doing the act. So not speaking out when you see any of your fellow individuals in any of these categories or anything doing something wrong and just sitting by and acting like, you know, I'm just not going to say anything, but I'm going to watch them and let them do what they do. But I just sit off here and say, well, I didn't do anything. You're just as bad. So, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> that happens too. You know what I'm saying? That happens also even mm -hmm. in corporate America. Absolutely. Happens, you know, it's not just particular, like, you know, um, like what we're looking at now is law enforcement. It's not just them. Mm -hmm. If you're in a retail situation, mm -hmm. you, have, you have a lot of managers. Mm -hmm. You have sometimes you have the, the, the administrative areas of corporate America that treats the employees like like they're second class citizens or or their so customers, depending on customers yeah. Thing, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like the saying "customers always right." I do not believe in that. I agree with I you. Yeah, I do believe that there should still be a respect factor. Absolutely. And I believe it should be on both parties. Absolutely. know how to push buttons. Oh, yeah. So, so, <laughs> and then they do so knowing that this is going to be the outcome. Yes. You know, and it's not all of them. Because some people have a legitimate reason to be upset. Yes. You know, I've seen it where it's like, you know, just with my parents. I remember one time just them simply trying to order some sliding doors. And mm. it's taking six weeks. Mm -hmm. And then when they, the six week mark, okay, you do wait because it will take some time to come in. But then when it comes in, eight weeks have now passed and no one is saying anything. Right. And then when you go to, to address it, you get passed around to every manager mm -hmm. and no one is giving you a, a, a direct answer. Right. So meanwhile, you're going to now, like, you know, your second, if not third month, mm -hmm. you know, of waiting and no one can answer a simple question, at, but you have my money. Yes. So you're going to get a different type of person. Right. Now that you didn't get, you know, eight, six, eight weeks, ten weeks ago. Right. So I can understand that concept of you at that particular point in time 
losing yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah. One you could know? understand that. And that perception would be a justified perception because it, be justified. it is your reality. And if you want me yes. to feel different about you and your customer service skills or lack thereof, then you're going to have to have changed behavior. You know, but some managers I have seen where it's yep. like they get mad at the person, <laughs> but they have no understanding and right. no sympathy as to why they've reached this point. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, you may be the first person they've sp- spoken to, or you you may be that manager you had never spoken to them, and this is your first time speaking to them. Mm-hmm. So you're getting the wrath of everybody else. Right. But unfortunately, at that point, that customer is so fed up mm-hmm. that it's like I can understand where you're coming from. But something as simple as you've been waiting an hour. Right. And but you've been walking around this whole time. Right. But yeah. now all of a sudden you're ready to go and you want everything done in five minutes. Right. <laughs> but you were fetching the whole hour. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the customers that I, that I have issues and problems with. Right. And we've seen those. Yeah. Plumby donkey. Yes. Behind trivial stuff. Yes. You know you don't get your way. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. No, because I mean, really, it, no one it, it really wins. Even if you think you have to momentarily win, you know, I'm, I'm a real big thing on, uh, on karma. <laughs> it's gonna come back for you. <laughs> yeah. So is it worth it? Is it is it really worth it? I know sometimes it can feel so good to take something out on someone else that maybe you had an issue even with something else and it just bubbled over, you know. And so hey, you see a, a unsuspected individual, I'm gonna give all my wrath to them because they. I think they're going to take it, you know, and you, you got to be careful with that. Cause some people, you know, look, don't let certain people's looks fool you. <laughs> and not all of us have that philosophy that the customer is right either. So not everybody, not everybody's saved and, <laughs> and evolved into a situation. And just because you're not, look, it's, Sometimes it is necessary to have to be firm and curt. Sometimes that is necessary. And guess what? That's emotional intelligence too, to know when to do that. (laughs) And if if it's better to do that versus have to go to blows, well, you know, then I'm thinking that that's probably the better choice, you know, but. (laughs) Right. So again, another. Yes. Something else. Absolutely. So but in that moment, yes, no one is thinking that way. No. In that particular moment, it is a, it's, you're solely reacting. Yeah. And that's so that's true. Time to think about it. Yeah. And you're like, you know what, that was not worth it. Or for some, it may have been worth it. I don't know what. You it know depends what on the scenario, right? Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, you know, people a lot of times they do regret some of the situations or that they that they've allowed someone some buttons they've allowed people. Mm-hmm. to get them to that point to act out of character for themselves you know? yeah and it but, you know it's funny you say that and i think you know because it's 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 definite that that can happen from time to time right from from all of us we've all probably have had an experience that way or at least been in a room with someone that's done it um but you know then there's those people who that is their character and i think that you know when you're talking about and this is going to go into a little bleeding to something else because I, I love the term emotional intelligence you know if you typically communicate your through your life and that's your practice of being able to come from a place of resolve first instead of attack first 
then it just becomes an innate situation. It doesn't mean that it's 100%. There's no such thing as 100%, um, unless you're the Dalai Lama. Um, I don't think that, you know, everybody is, you know, in a position where it's always going to be just kosher and you're going to be okay and everything bounces off of you like nothing. But if you are putting yourself in a position where you always are thinking in that way, you can do a lot better in diffusing because it becomes part of your vernacular. It becomes more of how you, you know, really represent yourself in situations like that. That's why you have your good leaders and your good managers and your ones that are not. And, you know, again, sometimes you do have to do a little one-two punch. Sometimes that's just what it is. Sometimes that's what the scenario calls for, <laughs> you know, but that's not your go-to. Exactly. But if you have an issue and I'll go out and say that, not just in my opinion, I think you may have an issue <laughs> if that's your go-to all the time. <laughs> and then is it really the current scenario that's going on that's really the problem? Or is it something else that's brewing under there that you got to get, you know, addressed? So, yeah. So, but again, you know, all talking about, you know, examples of where your perception it becomes your reality and your reality. it it may not be your real a reality. It may just be fantasy, and you're pushing your thoughts and your feelings about a situation to create it for yourself. Because look, you want to justify your actions, right? You want to justify your reason. Nobody wants to apologize right away if you're in the thralls of a throwdown. <laughs> you know, you may well, you're not thinking about it. Exactly, that's not your first thing. <laughs> No, I mean, stick and move and duck and move might be, but, <laughs> you know, but at the end, I'm not really probably apologizing for anything because look, I, you know, I like to be in a position where more times than not, if I'm saying something, I don't want to have to apologize for. So, you know, mean what you say and, and, and that takes thought, you know, <laughs> that takes that, that extra thought, that critical thinking, that way of looking and assessing things, um, in order to put whatever you need to say. So that way you don't have to apologize so much later. Although, you know, look, that word sorry can be so overused and sorry is not nothing to me unless there's action behind it. Right. So, That's you right. know, that so exactly you want to change my, my perception of a situation when I'm seeing what's going on, you know, change behavior has to be part of the formula. Otherwise, it's just going to stay in that cess pool of um, existence. <laughs> it has to start with, I'm sorry. It has to start with that as long as the intent is good. Yes, yes, I, I agree. But that word, sorry, I tell you what, you know, people that beat that word down to the ground, haven't they? Um, you know, it's that action behind it. I have to, you have to prove to me, you know, that you are sorry. And look, Part of that is changed behavior. That's how you can effectively end the concept of a situation and making someone think that this is who you are and this is how things are, you know. Um, change behavior is a really huge proponent of that. So, you know, of course, with assumptions, you know, we're going to break down perceptions as well, just as full and enthralled as I did with my negatives, a point of contention. And, you know, we probably cover some of that just in this, you know, nice little wrap up here, but I'll just kind of just point some things out, highlight some things, you know, when I think about perceptions and some of the negatives or the points of contentions that I have with that, you know, perception is really not everything you see is always as it seems, right? I mean, oh, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, you know, not everything that you see going down is always what it is. So I now I am not saying don't believe your eyes and don't believe your ears. That I'm not saying. 
what I'm saying is get an understanding of what is happening first before you start jumping to conclusions. You know, context is important. Context. Yes, context matters. So when you, yeah. So if you have that framework around, you know, which is obviously going to be a assessment, a mental assessment of the framework of what you're seeing or what you're hearing, you know, that context and how things are being said, the reason why they're being said, the environment in which you're in, you know, that can make a real um, synopsis of what's going on to where you come to a better conclusion or more right conclusion, right? Doesn't always have to be a perfect conclusion, you know, but then be ready and able to kind of sit to the table with someone and be able to hash those things out um, without having to scream and holler and all that kind of stuff. Because I don't know about you, but someone's screaming and hollering at me, I'm not listening to you. I mean, that, that, that shuts down. You have, I have no, my ears can't listen to that. My brain shuts off. I, I, I can't, I, chaos is not my thing, you know. And also, it puts you in de- uh, like a, de- a defense mode. Yes. You know, you feel like you have to now get into fight mode, not flight mode. But it's maybe even flight mode. Yeah. But definitely fight mode. So mm-hmm. you are not even, like you said, you're not even listening. You're right. just waiting for a space and opportunity to throw back the jab. <laughs> Yes, that is true. (laughs) So So here's the visual, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, by the way, but your pants are too short, you know? (laughs) Let's talk about that. (laughs) You're right. Yes, yes. Like I hear the noise coming out, but I'm not paying attention. And yes, and there is a definite difference between hearing and listening. (laughs) And you know, and and, and you're right. And if you're not in a receive mode, then the bottom line is this is going to be pointless. This is going to just take us down the path that now we got to apologize for this. (laughs) You know? Absolutely.
So true. You know, and I look at that concept as like, you know, when you take that one word and move on with it and turn to something else, hijacking the conversation because you don't, you know, you're so busy pelleting and attacking that you're not giving the person opportunity to say, wait a minute. Okay. All right. This is how I actually meant to say it. Or, you know, you may be saying something or assuming something and you, you, didn't really catch yourself. And it's like, oh, wait a minute, that's not quite what happened. You know, give that person some space and some Thank grace, you, right. you know, you know, at the end of the day, if it's somebody you're supposed to care about, give them some space and some grace. I mean, my goodness, wouldn't you expect and wish the same for you? Nobody wants to be, you know, pinned to the, to the wall about something that that's not their intent. Give them the opportunity to clear that up. And then, you know, a lot of those assumptions, because that's what it is. I assume that's what you mean. I assume that's what you said. This is what I heard. Well, sometimes what you heard and in the space that you're in may not always be accurate. If that person is telling you, wait a minute, that's not exactly how I meant to say that. No, don't assume this because that's not what I meant. Let me explain to you how I meant. And then give that person some grace and some space. And I love that phrase. <laughs> grace and, and space. Totally <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. like, like you said, you would want it reciprocated to you. Absolutely. Like, you know, for them. But sometimes I think what happens, especially if it's people that you had, you know, encounters with before, mm-hmm. it's like you they can say one word and not even realize that that's the word that's triggering. Right. That's true. Say that word and all of a sudden it's like you are in go mode. Yes. You know, but <laughs> instead of you kind of like, like you said, you have to pretty much give them that space and that grace to say, okay, well, did you mean it like that? Yes. Is that what you mean? Why you keep saying that word? Because yes. Then at, at that point in time, it may pinpoint, well, what about that word triggers anything? Right. Maybe we'll start a conversation because maybe they don't even see that that's even the problem. Mm, mm, yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And this is why it's so important to have that critical thinking element, right? I mean, it's so important to take yeah, a pause. Look, 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 that's what I'm saying. But no, but it's not even so much during now, like we, like we shared before, I mean, some things case in point, a one, two punch is appropriate. Sometimes it is, you know, that's 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 a definite there but the critical thinking part needs to happen before the practice of that needs to happen before so that needs to be a part of your lifestyle if you want to be able to also reiterate the one two punch is not the physical one two punch it, it can be like, verbal or it can be physical. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we don't want nobody going to jail. I mean, no, of course not. Look, but I look, 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 look at here. We're not promoting violence of any nature because that is never the way. Violence is never the way. So if you can tactfully handle your situation. <laughs> so let's reiterate because we don't want anyone to assume that we are saying that because it is not. So if you can tactively share your grievances to a situation, then that is the way that you should go. Otherwise, the consequences can be extremely dire and really at the end, it's not worth it. No, it's not. <laughs> so I think that PSA is, is well and said there, right? <laughs> There's no assumptions about what we mean, right? Disclaimer, disclaimer, yes. And this is without the the quotation marks. We really mean just that. Yeah, no air quotations. <laughs> no air. That's it. The air quotations. <laughs> Violence is not the way. Period. Full stop. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, some some other things that are negative I think about when I think about perceptions also is, you know, simply jumping to conclusions without all the facts. I mean, right? That's what we've been talking about and foot stomping to some degree on all of these things is really coming together without the real way of what is happening. Just making assumptions, just thinking that, you know, hey, this is what it is or going off half cock. Like I like that word. Half cock. Half cock. Yeah. <laughs> They should use that more. We don't use that word enough anymore. We should use that word. It's a good word. I don't know when that word came out. Was that, I don't know. Yeah, we did. Because that's what people, you know, going off like you ain't got nothing. I got a little bit of something. And now I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to run with this, you know. And then you look like a fool. So, yes. <laughs> that is also definitely an issue. Not having all of the facts. And then, of course, taking perception and making it your personal reality. And one of the things I say about that is because <laughs> you really want this scenario to fit the way you want it to fit. Like this really works well with when you don't want to be accountable for something that you know you're supposed to be accountable for. <laughs> I, see, and I, say, I don't, I, I, I can hear what you're saying, but I don't uh, agree with, with everything that you're saying with far as that. Because oh, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Understand that. They're gonna be good. Yes. But I, yeah, bad perception. As far as being perception is your reality, I believe that it can't actually truly be that. Yeah. Oh, okay, Bridget. Yeah. 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 Because look here, Bridget. Now, and I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I, I cannot let it be remiss that you know there are some people who are like your narcissists, your gaslighters. You know, those, and that's where I'm really pulling that from. You know, those people who don't, they know that they. And that's why I said, you know, when when it comes to accountability, they know they got to take accountability for something. They know they did something wrong. So you know what? I'm gonna make this issue what I think it should be so I ain't got to admit I was wrong. <laughs> but to be honest with you, those people are going to make any situation and, Right. That, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. But they don't, they're not the average person. No, but okay, but we're talking about all areas. We're talking, but we're talking about all areas. Look, 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 look. I can't let that one go, Bridget. You know, I love you, but I can't let that go. I cannot let that go because the bottom line is there's a lot of pretenders out there and yes and that is that is where I am going with that that you know and it's a I know I know I know I know I know I know well maybe maybe <laughs> maybe it could be the majority I don't know I'm look look here Bridget I'm just saying that one of the negative aspects of perception is making it your personal reality. It, can we agree on that? That that is a negative thing to do when it comes to perception, trying to make something your reality. I'm not talking about a situation where you've been wronged. I'm not talking about a situation where you know a lot of people who've been wronged by a certain party or certain thing. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those individuals out there who don't want to take accountability for things. They know who they are. <laughs> you know, and have you thinking something that ain't. You know, so yeah. We 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 called them out before. They have they have names for them. Yeah. We called them out lately. Say their name. Yeah. Say say it and put it out there, right? Yes. They know they who they are. They know who they are. We understand those people. So true. No. Yeah. Yeah. Those type of people are they always play the victim. Yes, 
Yes. See, you're with me. Yes. 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 It could be. Yes. That is it. That is a trait. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. And here, you know, like to start that drama, like a spinning top and a step away and let it all play out. <laughs> I like that. Who did that? <laughs> you know, and here's my favorite phrase, and it's so true. I don't know where it came from, but it came from somewhere. It came from my inner thoughts and my inner spirit. Look, you cannot be a victim and a perpetrator at the same time. Come on now. Choose your direction. <laughs> They should. You can. I, I like it. I like it. Yes. You cannot be both. Either you're the victim or the perpetrator. But don't be upset that you want to be the perpetrator and things don't go your way and then try to claim being a victim. Come on now. That's just like it's a funny scenario and story my mom likes to tell about my brothers when they were younger. Mm-hmm. The little my youngest brother um, actually hit my old the my older brother mm. and changes no matter how you feel about that truth it is what it is either it did or it didn't so you know yes I, that's a really good example too <laughs> you can't be both the tiktok hole i like to call it <laughs> yeah there's some good ones out there Okay, yes. And I understand her coworkers pulling her back because they don't want her to lose her job. They don't right. want her to, you know, engage in that, that outcome. Right. Well, that woman never expected that. No. She never expected to be beat up and pushed up against the wall like she did. Right. But that is the, that is the, that, that is the, what do you call it? That is the, um. Consequence of yeah, your actions. Consequences for your actions. Yeah. You don't put your hands on nobody. You're right. I mean, it, not everybody's just going to walk away, turn the other cheek. Mm-hmm. They are going to lash out in a way that you are, you deserve. Yeah. Everything that you got. Yeah. Because of the fact that you started the scenario. Yeah. 
Watch out. Right. You know, sometimes you do what you do and then you may meet up with the right one or the wrong one, however you want to look at it. And then it will change your life. And at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to do an action of any sort of that, especially with another person, look, you need to accept the consequences or, you know, maybe you don't may not like to accept it. But guess what? You're going to accept them because this is what's going to happen. Like my mom says, consequences can be good, bad or indifferent because the consequence is just that it's the effect of, of a situation that has happened, a condition of what has happened. That's what it is. So if you went out there and thought that you were going to go over there and be, you know, I don't know, sling back Sally or whatever and think that nothing was going to happen to you. Well, you know, hey, reality hit you right in the wherever. And it wasn't well, nothing to be perceived that about that. <laughs> no assumptions. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, look, and, right. And what's funny about it, like, I don't know if she, I don't know what the outcome was. So I don't know, you know, if I hope the little girl didn't lose her job. She should not have. Right. But, you know, you'd be surprised on companies. They're like, you know, we have a fight policy. And, and that's, a, that's a different podcast. But yes. for the most part, it's like, with stuff like that, it's like people reacting. People are tired. Yeah. You know, so they're tired of just being able to just take what people give them. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. even if it's something it's in that, you can say, okay, well, you know, she should just call the police. Should have engaged. Okay, that's that's not reality. In that moment, right. She I don't really know too many people who do that, especially in a scenario like that, that they're not going to fight back. I don't know too many that would not. That is your first instinct. It's it's you have an obligation. To protect yourself. To protect yourself. Yes. That is an obligation. Just like you have an obligation to protect others, right? You have an obligation to protect yourself. You're included in that. So if that person decided that was how it was going to go that day, well, you know, old girl just told her another yeah. story. She wrote that book differently. Um, <laughs> she won't ever do it again. Yeah. It would be different, and let's say, if the employee spit on her. That right, yeah, but that wasn't the scenario. That the, difference but i don't right. remember seeing that happen I just it probably didn't there was a slap yes and all of a sudden there was a reaction i wonder if i saw that tiktok because i kind of think i've seen something from an, and it would have been on tiktok that i would have saw it i yeah like we I might be thinking like, of the same thing probably so and like mm-hmm. i said i just remember that scenario and i just felt so bad for that person at that time because it's like right. first of all you violate her space absolutely you, know, and you should never get that angry behind some food, but I have got mad behind some food. Uh huh. Because my sugar levels was low. Well, look, so if you I touch got... somebody, at the end of the day, that's okay, assault. So that's totally different. Yeah, so that's we assault. Have... We're over. It doesn't matter what's wrong with yeah. you. Uh, because, because, look, you're going to have greater problems now. <laughs> and that's, and that's problem. No matter what your issues are, you should never bring that into my space. <laughs> <laughs> she brought that into that girl's space. Yeah. That girl handled her up. Like, she sure did. 
here's a lesson to that for her. Well, there's many lessons in that, but one also could be that she'll probably never do that again. Because <laughs> it didn't work out so well for her the first time, right? <laughs> Trying it, even though they're not good at it. Yeah. They keep getting themselves handed, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They just don't get it. But, you know, there's yeah. people out there like that girl that will keep you, that will make you stay in your lane. Right. You know, in case you decide to stray into another, another language, not yours. Yes. Put you back in your lane. I, I love that. Everything is good. Yeah. I love that. It's like, you know, hey, you better get in your lane or I'm going to put you in your lane. I love that. I mean, you know, I mean, that's pretty right to the point. No assumptions about that. I've been very clear on what's going to happen here. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you what, you won't be the author of this uh, book. I will be the author of this book. You know, you'll be a mere character. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. That's okay. You know, sometimes you just need to take a moment. A TikTok, like, it's a TikTok hole. I mean... <laughs> Life is happening sometimes on TikTok. Lord, how mercy. Life be happening sometimes out there. But yeah, but another thing I was thinking about also, when I think about some of the negatives and the and the, the drawbacks in regards to perception is also not allowing for receipt of information that may challenge your biases. You know? Not allowing for new information to be entered into your mindset that will help you to look at things in a more pragmatic manner, a more realistic manner, you know, more truth to what it is versus what you may have become to believe just because someone has said this to you or you've seen it, someone else did it. doesn't necessarily mean that what was done is, you know, right. And I often say, you know, there's some study uh, quite some time ago that I've read that we know the difference between right or wrong from the age of two. So, you know, this concept of where a situation stems from, you know, maybe a particular uh, situation doesn't necessarily mean that you have to play out the same things in the same way. Unfortunately, there are many examples in where that does happen, right? People don't learn from the mistakes. They just take it and just say, you know what? Well, this was done to me, so I'm going to do it to you. That does not make it right, you know, um, on any level. It doesn't mean that what you had experienced was correct either, you know, um, but continuing to perpetuate that situation over and over again, you're just making the situation to never go away. And for what, you know, it's not, you're not gaining anything. Society's not gaining anything, you know, and what you want to burn down everything. Well, see, there's an issue with that. A lot of times the one that's getting burned is you, you know, that goes back to hurt people, hurt people. Yes, it does. And I like that one phrase from uh, Portia Williams on Real Housewives. She said, if somebody says that one more time to me, she was going to do something to herself. (laughs) Which was probably going to be a scenario where she was going to no longer be listening to that. (laughs) Get your healing, (laughs) you know. Um, And of course, that's different for different people for different things. So that's not a generic situation. But there, you know, but there are situations where, you know, there are easier steps to try to move forward because you have to move forward. Staying stuck in any situation isn't benefiting anyone else, but definitely isn't benefiting you. And why do you want to keep hurting you? So absolutely absolutely and we sure have and 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 that can look like anything for you 
So whether it's yeah. a ther- seeing a therapist or your uh, doctor or speaking to a friend or a family friend, someone that you trust or whatever, it could be whatever it is as long as the result is healing from a situation. So, exactly. you know, that's that's where we have to look at. You know, you can't tell everybody exactly this is what you have to do. You know, let's, yeah. let's suggest, recommend, and then what works for you. But the end goal needs to be a healing. That's, I think that's the only need to be, so to speak. And then, you know, sometimes situations are, which they may not be a, a, a remedy to whatever that issue is. There may That may not ever go away, whatever that situation, which is usually like a trauma. And we won't go too deep into that. But, you know, where it may be a situation where you have to now come up with a new normal, how to, you know, move in life that is still better befitting for you. It doesn't erase what may have occurred, but you can, you know, grow from that space and not allow that situation. And I really don't like the word allow but that situation not to take you down with it because that is such a travesty in itself as well, you know. And so, that's, that's unfortunate. That's also too. That's life because life. Yeah. There, in life, there's a lot of changes that go through mm-hmm. you know, that, that that occur in your life, mm-hmm. and there's adjustments that are constantly being made. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's things that you may be, and some people don't. You have to also to be comfortable with change. Mm-hmm. A lot of people aren't. But that's what bring helps it if they if you can be flexible mm-hmm. to be flexible. Yeah. Because life and situations, scenarios, people will come and go. You have to be able to adapt. Yes. Yes. Or you will fall fall short or feel like you are, you know, behind the curve or that you you know, you can't you can't you're you can't relate to to life or this or to to, to situations. Or to, to people that you have been able to relate to all these years, right? There has to be change that needs to come. Like you said, it has to be you constantly making progress, right? Versus staying in that one scenario. And if you feel like you're staying in that one scenario, seek help. Yes, because that's the only way it's going to kind of get you where you can go over that hump. Mm-hmm. But you can go over the hump, right? So you're not. Don't believe that you cannot grow because right. you can always grow. Absolutely. You, at this Right. So then you figure out what you need to do to move forward. You right. know, it's just as simple as listening to, you know, like podcasts where people are talking about life and scenarios and situations mm-hmm. where it helped them to get over certain scenarios right. and or seeking out, you know, church or friends or, or people that, you know, in your neighborhood, neighbors, mm-hmm. you know, elderly people, mm-hmm. you know, that have more of the wisdom that we're trying to seek and we're trying to gain as we go through life, you know, dealing with all these battles, uh, battles these obstacles that we have to go through, mm-hmm. you know, so, but just don't, just don't stay there. Right. Absolutely. In a great way. Something to shake it up. Just yeah. Something to shake it up. Absolutely. And that's another thing. Also to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Because the thing about it, sometimes when you're sitting in that, that scenario thinking that you can handle it yourself, right. it's always going to pass, it doesn't always pass sometimes. That's true. You have to talk to someone yes. about your scenario. Because not everybody's going to be judgmental when you mm-hmm. come out. That's why you got to pick up, pick the right people yes. to talk to. Yeah. Because not everybody is going to judge you right. for you know the, 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 the decisions that you made, the, you know, possibly the situation you put yourself in. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be okay with the fact that you know you're not going to be judged. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something: if you are judged, they're not the right people. Right. Yes. Don't let what their opinions um, of you are 
sink so deep into you that you start to believe that's who you are. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, sometimes it is hard to find people that you can trust, especially when you're in scenarios such as that, where you may need to look outside of your actual, um, you know, form of family and friends. Maybe, like you said, an, a, a person who may be a, of a senior age that has more wisdom and knowledge and who could be, you know, someone uh, that could help you in a situation. Um, you know, for those who you may not know right off the bat, you can't trust. It's okay to observe things first. It's okay to see what, you know, how they are and how they interact before you just open up in that vulnerable space but understand like like you said Bridget you know start looking and 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 listening to everything from the beginning you know don't fall so deep you know just listen and if something don't seem right or like you said or being judged because there's a way of talking to you and sharing something and understanding and then also you know being honest with you without being brutally honest or without being judgmental in a way that's harmful if someone is like that with you like you said you know kick rocks (laughs) show them the door and you move on you know no need to re-injure yourself in that situation exactly Exactly. No. And what I've also come to realize too, after working some time with with some elderly people, mm-hmm. is the fact that elderly people, like everyone, they want to feel needed. Yeah. So you'd be surprised if you talk to some of these elderly people. Mm-hmm. They have so much knowledge that we're not, that we're like walking past every single day. You know, mm-hmm. and they're so happy to share right you know, their knowledge with us because the fact, and also too, if you. If you're the type of person that, let's say you're by yourself, mm-hmm. if you make friends with an elderly person, mm-hmm. you will have, I'm telling you, you'll have instantly grandma, grandpa, <laughs> great uncle, great aunt, because they're going to take you and they're going to love you. And they always see the potential in what you are versus, a lot of people see, outside people see more potential sometimes in you that you see in yourself. Mm-hmm. It depends upon what stage of, you know, of life you're at and that maybe you can't see clear mm-hmm. because you maybe you've made some mistakes and you don't see where you can come out from that right that you have at this particular age or this particular time in life you're not where you thought that you were supposed to be mm-hmm. so you don't see what direction right or left to go through right you know I've, absolutely I've seen that where you come to a like a stop sign you're like okay do i go right do i go left mm-hmm. you know and you don't really know what to do you don't see either direction be good directions for you mm-hmm. sometimes people can instill in you those values that you've always you always had but they can stir them back up mm-hmm. that's true that path that you had inside of you to get you to start thinking about you know okay well what do i want to do right you know what i'm saying where can i go oh yeah this is what i've had this is what i've always wanted to do let's do this right you know? but i'm telling you when i talk to to older people mm-hmm. you be they they they're so encouraging. Right, right. They're so encouraging. They're so loving. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not talking the old disgruntled ones. I'm talking about the ones <laughs> who truly, yeah. you know, they, they, like they miss their grandkids. Yes. They miss their children. It's not yeah. their kids and children have moved away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're longing for someone to come visit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so seek out even people in your neighborhood that mm-hmm. you may see. Right. You know, they may they may need you to come help them do some things, and you're physically able to do so. 
but in turn, what they give you is life lessons. Right. And that's a good way of really supporting the concept of evolving and learning and being open and practicing and uh, working with and dealing with and communicating with, you know, individuals who may not necessarily have to look like you, sound like you, do the exact things that you do. Get yourself involved. That's what society is. You know, it doesn't work well any other way. We can't all be in our, our silos, as they say. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you are so much more enriched for that and for them as well you know different different races and different cultures Mm -hmm. that you try to that you expose yourself to Mm -hmm. that's when people and that's why that's why they always say that this world will work so much better if people would just communicate yeah we have so much more in common than we have that then more so in common than we don't have in common right and it's funny because like you know, like with uh, like they said all the time with Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. what could they possibly them two have in common that mm-hmm. they are just like good friends? Right. You'd be surprised when you start having a conversation the interest level. Right. Like, where both of them are actually interested. Yeah. Yeah, that's you so know? true. And it's like, but they don't look like the typical two people who would be sitting side by side next to each other and wanting to chit chat and have a conversation. <laughs> that's but, right. But in the same sense, they have way more in common. Then yep. you actually believe because you're just looking at the, the exterior. Right. That's you so know? true. And that's allowing you the ability to take in other things in order to really, you know, tear down those assumptions and those perceptions, you know, exactly. change exactly. mind, change heart, change behavior, <laughs> you know? And I mean, so those are really good examples of how you can do that, you know, actively and easily. You know, easy. do that. You know, really and, is. And, and I'm saying easily. Sometimes it may not be easy at first. Well, it's like, it's, it's, it's something. Work. Look, we're looking at it from the perspective. Can you do it? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know, all the caveats and stuff, you know, yeah. you got to lay those down a little bit. You know, can you physically do this? Working, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, look at it from that. Sometimes you got to break things down to the one, two, not the other one, two, but, you know. <laughs> One minute at a time. One... <laughs> but you know, one step at a time, one breath at a time, you know, <laughs> whatever it is for you, you know, you know, but, um, and so, yeah, and, and that really kind of leads me into, you know, which is really interesting when you're connecting that, because I look at another negative is it allows you to lie to yourself and to feed into the harmful thinking. So if you're not opened then you're still closed in your own little world of things that may not always be correct. And, and we're only talking about those who lead with not being correct. <laughs> um, you're not, you're just hurting yourself. I mean, there'll be some other people who there might be some casualties along the way, you know, but um, I do feel that they'll be more restored than you will be if you don't change the, those harmful ways of thinking. Right. And you're right about that. So, yeah. You know, for you people know. who do that. You're not growing anywhere. Exactly. Oh, yes. That's say that again. You, you say that again, Bridget. You're not growing. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So yes. at that point, no, you're not going to be able to be as prosperous as you could be. Mm-hmm. You're, you're rigid. Yeah. You just want to be in that. <laughs> I'm going to be. I'm going to stand firm in the way that I'm thinking. <laughs> As I would say, strong and wrong. <laughs> and it works for all people. No one's exempt from that. 
<laughs> you know, but of course, with all things negative, sometimes you can find a positive. Um, and so I would say one of the things uh, that would be a positive to perception is that, um, you know, perception can, if you allow it, can uh, help you to establish a method that allows for critical thinking. You know, I talked a lot about that earlier and assessment, which with those two components, it allows you for looking at things with a more realistic approach um, and taking a more realistic approach to your mindset regarding what is presented to you. And, you know, some examples that we kind of covered could be anywhere from um, customer service relations uh, to interpersonal relationships with friends, families, coworkers, and beyond. You know, so it's, it's one of those things that when you're looking at perception, some perceptions can be really what it is. I perceive this to be what it is and this is what it is. And we talked about that a little bit earlier too, in regards to, you know, what I I would coin, um, acceptable perceptions or, you know, understandable perceptions, uh, because there are some things that, you know, without a changed behavior, then that's what it is, (laughs) you know, until things are different, that's what it is. So, you know, there is definitely a difference from those who want to play around in the, in the reality area and play around the fantasy area, but fantasy is not going to win out over reality, not in the game of life. Now watching a movie TV show, look, have at it with the fantasy, but in real life, yeah, yeah. Cause there ain't no scripts out here, you know? Ain't no scripts out yeah. here. <laughs> so, Bridget, do you think you have anything else you want to offer up in this really juicy, juicy conversation of assumptions and perceptions? Girl, I think we covered everything. I think so too. I, I really do. Yeah, I, and and it was fun because you know at the end of the day, you know, perceptions and assumptions they definitely have their pros and cons. You know, maybe more cons than pros depending on who you are and what you're applying them to. But I do feel that it is our job, it is our responsibility, each and every one of us here in society, that we express our way and challenge our way through evolving and changed experience in order to close that gap between what is perception and what is true reality. So, you know, those are some of the takeaways I think about when I want to look at how can I do a change to my perception or assumption about something. And and look, this is not a a 100% perfect situation, right? You're going to have your challenges at times with things, but if you can kind of lean in with that, you know, really like, you know, how you present yourself in a situation, you know, are you with open mind, open heart? If you put that into practice, it will make it a lot easier to not go down the rabbit hole of the wrong way of thinking, (laughs) you know, and get to resolve a lot quicker if that's what is um, in order, right? So, yeah. So, you know, and of course, community, we'd love, 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 love to know your thoughts about what you think regarding assumptions and perceptions. You know, what about some things that we talked about today? I mean, is there some things that you may agree with or some things you want to add to that? Is there some types of experiences that, you know, you want to jot down if you're comfortable in doing that, you know, feel free to do that. We would love those positive comments. Um, love to have that community with this and, and definitely would love to know how you feel and what you think about um, this particular area. And of course, if you're not able to um, leave a comment on the platform, then please feel free to 
go ahead and check me out on um, Instagram at Motivate Inspire Mentor because I'll actually have a post that will be dedicated to this particular topic area. And I'll go ahead and um, put out the filler for it. And you tell me what you think there. I mean, I would love to know. We would love to know because it's always so interesting. And of course, there is so many ways that you could be a part of Motivation Suite community in which I hope that if this is your first time listening, that you will do that and follow this podcast. Um, and also, you know, check me out on Twitter at Sweet Motivation, and that's S-U-I-T-E, Motivation. Um, also, check me out um, with Motivation Suite with April. That's my YouTube channel. And lots of fun things going on over there, lots of shenanigans, um, but all good shenanigans in the lifestyle of motivation, inspiration, and mentorship. So please feel free to go out there, and I hope you will subscribe and uh, like and comment, all that good stuff. And let's just be about the community. I mean, that's so important. Um, I also have a Motivation Suite uh, community Facebook group um, that you can most certainly, with all the link access um, in any one of my platforms, that you can go out to that would be actually in uh, Instagram or also on the YouTube channel. You can access those links as well. Um, I also do have a link to everything, which is my link tree, and uh, that is a link tree uh, slash uh, April favorites, and that is also provided in my bio areas in those particular um, platforms. So, you know, there's so many things to that we're doing there at Motivation Suite. And I'm just so excited about it all. <laughs> and so, yeah, definitely. And of course, if you're able to listen to this podcast through the website itself, um, motivationsuitepodbeam.com, uh, then go ahead and um, you know check out the links that I have right for those direct areas as well. And also wanted to share that the spring um, decor of clothing has <laughs> fall upon Motivation Suite Elements. I'm so excited for the spring collection. Lots of great, wonderful things there. Um, please go ahead and check it out. I mean, you know, it's really not just a brand. It's really a lifestyle and having those tangible elements that help you have these things to take away with you in every aspect of your life. I love a good conversation. I love a good dialogue. So, you know, and I love an affirmation. <laughs> so definitely check out Motivation Sweet Elements. And of course, that's Motivation Sweet Elements, all one word, dot com. And that is my uh, brand and uh, my online shop. So I hope you do get a chance to visit and uh, get yourself some uplifting joy. And of course... I hope that all of you have a wonderful, wonderful, blessed week, um, a productive one, one where you're reaching many goals and many milestones, or if it's time for you to do some rest and relaxation, doing that as well. And of course, I'm so excited that you were able to tune in for today's episode, and we look forward to seeing you, hearing you, talking with you, one of those things, <laughs> next time. So again, be blessed, take care, be safe. And uh, we'll see you later. Take care. Bye.